Put your body on my arm, then shower your kisses on my face. Girl, you look good, so fine. Yeah, you rude girl. It's your chuckle buddy. Guess who? Janet and Jane Ramchuran. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent November 25th in the year of our Lord, 2020. Welcome and bienvenue to Janet the Ramchuran, the podcast. Wake the neighbors, you know. I say boom, 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 and let me hear me say hey Well, I say boom, 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 and let me hear me say hey Well, girl, you looking and so fine. Put your arms around me, girl, and shower your kisses on my face. I say boom, boom, boom. It's hard to be in a bad mood first thing in the morning. Crack of dawn, top of the morning, tell ya. It's hard to be in a bad mood first thing in the morning with that song in your head. I say boom, 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 and let me hear say well, well. I say boom boom boom, I mean me say hell, hell. Girl, you looking so fine. Let me just have a taste. Throw your arms around me, girl, and your kisses on my face. Say boom boom boom. I say boom boom boom. I like that one note. Boom boom boom. What note is that? Say boom 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 Say boom 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 uh, hell I don't know little metronome Say boom, boom, boom. If you're new to the show, Janet the Ramchand, the podcast. This is the show where I bitch, whine, squawk, belly aching, kibitz about myself in order to relate to y'all self. Y'all the dear listener. Y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. Yes, I'm available on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, my own website, janathan-ramcharan.com. And if you're enjoying the show thus far, you know, getting some laughs, some chuckles, some gags, guffaws of assorted sorts, please do help my black ass out for crying out loud. Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know, it truly is. Uh, Say boom, boom, boom. That a D? Ooh, say boom, boom, boom. Ooh, say boom, boom. Ah, fuck it. Anyways, folks, if you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, I am an actor extraordinaire, you know? Diploma in theater arts. That's been to the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. Yes. I am also a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yes, been strolling them boards for a minute now, you know? All-around performer. Yes, 
theatrical performer. Yes. And in this time, hey, we can escape, escape into our work, escape into our vision for the future. Yes. Being in the now, the present, very vital, very important. Eyes open, awake, aware. Very important. But we can seek refuge in these rapid waters of life during pandemic by, you know, envisioning what our career can be. And that's relatable across industry, whatever you do. So that's what I've been doing as a stand-up comedian, actor extraordinaire the last uh, couple days, couple weeks, you know. Uh, I check in with the audience, with y'all folks. I check in with you guys every week and I give a little bit of a synopsis, a little bit of a recap on what's going on with the old career. So, you know... Kind of like everybody else, any, you know, any other person during this pandemic and uh, suffering the challenges, but um, enjoying the challenge. Yes, suffering the challenges, enjoying the challenges, because I'm just rolling with it. You know, I'm not bound by it. I'm not defined by it. And I'm making my, I'm envisioning what the possibilities can be. I'm looking for that silver lining, you know? I'm not letting this define me. And uh, then again, you know, you got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold up. Know when to run away. Know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be plenty enough time for counting. When the dealing's done on a long, dusty cobweb. On a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler, and he sucked my cock. You know, you gotta fucking know when to hold up and know when to fold up. Know when to run away. Know when to run. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Don't count your money at the table. There'll be plenty enough time for counting when the dealing's done. Two tears in a bucket, motherfuck it. Yeah, challenges. You know? Heartbreak, tears. You think I want to be fucking cooped up in quarantine? Nary a mic stand to grip? Nary a mic to grab? You know, not a chuckle to be had? I don't even remember the last time I cracked Foxy on stage. Like, January? February? March? It was like, January? Last time I was on stage as a stand-up comedian, you know? And <clears throat> it is what it is. And I enjoy the challenge and the vision that I have for myself moving forward. And believe you me, folks, um, stay tuned here on JR the P, Jonathan Ramtron, the podcast. You know, I ain't just saying this stuff frivolously. I'm saying this because, you know, it's true. I've been plotting, scheming, tinkering away in the woodshed, 
And, um, you know, I face my challenges. And that is relatable across industry. You can do it. You know, um, let these fucking bozos wet the, ble- wet the bed and wet their blankets. Let them piss all over their penny loafers, man. COVID-19 is a fucking scam. It's a politicized, bio-engineered weapon that has been politicized and it's used to control. Lockdown, lockdown. Eh, 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 eh. Listen, if you're not a fucking idiot and you, you use basic science, you know, they tell you to wear a mask, wear the dumb mask if you have to. Social distance. But to lock things down, lock things down indefinitely, you know, be, being afraid to go to work, being afraid to move forward with your life, to have Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, you know, people can't gather, you know, all these things are being shut down. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a made up politicized weapon. I'm going to get to that and more on this episode. But suffice to say, whatever you're doing in your career, love that challenge and envision what the future may hold. Because it's really open. It's open to the possibilities that we envision. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Quick sip of coffee. Coffee break. Now, I kind of alluded to, you know, government lockdown, governmental unrest, institutional corruption, global pandemic. You know, what the bumbleclot fuck's going on? What the blood clot? Your bumbleclot! I say boom, boom, boom. What the bumbleclot, blood clot fuck? Here in Ontario, Canada, we are now facing a lockdown, a 28-day lockdown, you know? Santa can't even get in. You know, what am I supposed to do? Plug the chimney? You know? Poor Santa. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know, how's he, how's he supposed to deliver toys and cookies? And how's he supposed to eat cookies and deliver toys to kids from a sweatshop somewhere in Bangladesh? How's he supposed to transport the fucking Bangladeshi sweatshop children's presents to the more deserving children of the Western world? Under this fucking pandemic, 28-day lockdown. Ho, ho, ho. I guess Christmas isn't coming this year. <laughs> it's absolutely ludicrous. What about Santa? Did anybody think about that? I'm a, am I the only one who has to think for this fucking civilization? What, am I supposed to give Santa a fucking pap smear? Or whatever, a COVID test? Hell of a fucking bedside manner. You know, he gets his fat ass out of bed to fly around the world. What am I supposed to 
Ho, 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 I got your presents for you, Jonathan. Ho, 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 ho. Look, look, calm down, Santa. Calm down. Look, what I want you to do is take 10 steps back and let me take this heating rod and just stick it on your fucking face. Okay, you're clear of COVID. Come on in, Santa. <laughs> Where's my cookies? You know? He's been up all night fucking making presents. In the fucking North Pole. Toy shop. You know? He hasn't even fucked Mrs. Claus in probably at least... The last nine months since this fucking pandemic. So the guy's operating on no cookies, no Santa pussy, no fucking... I don't even know if he has reindeer. Can you even get reindeer approved during this time? You know? (laughs) I'm sorry, Rudolph. You have COVID-19. Look at that fucking red nose of yours. You know, then all the reindeer... Wouldn't let him play reindeer games. <laughs> you know, you can't even get reindeer approved during this pandemic. Elves, they're probably dying in bucket loads, but you know, they're a dime a dozen, just wheel them. They probably have like a dead elf COVID pit somewhere in the North Pole, you know, dead elf COVID pit, and you just wheel, <laughs> and you just wheel the dead elves. <laughs> Dump, dump them into a dead elf pit. You know, elves. You know, here today, gone tomorrow. They catch COVID, they're gone. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the only one thinking for mankind right now. What about Christmas? <sighs> Global lockdown, basically. Because, like it or not, the United States of America is a key player in the world economy on the world stage. A lot of eyes look to that nation for leadership in technology, health, entertainment, you know, even in um, governmental philosophy, the American dream. The eyes beyond United States. Well, look what's going on. Who the bumbleclot fuck is the president? Some people say Joe Biden's the president. Some people say the process is in motion. He's being ushered in. What you people need to do is go out and vote, okay? If you don't if you if you don't vote for me, then you don't know if you're a black person or not, okay? I did not pass the uh what did they call it? The uh the uh what was that little act that I drummed up in the 90s? Uh, black people are are predators, super predators, you know? They should be locked up and throw the key away, you know? You should vote. My son's not a cokehead. My son is not a cokehead. What you need to do is vote for me. It's normal. It's normal. $3.5 million payday from the mayor of Moscow. Yeah, it's normal to own... Or run a Ukrainian energy company with no experience and, um, you know, no knowledge or no nothing. Not even a Ukrainian citizenship. It's normal. What you need to do is vote, super predator. If you, if you fucking think that cheesy, 
fucking haggard, fucking lifelong pundit gives a bumblecut fuck about you, America. <laughs> I'm not American, but Joe Biden, obviously. Kamala Harris, obviously. I don't know what's in their heart, but their agenda is to use COVID-19 as a controlling mechanism to usher in little bits of, we need to do this and that and that and that and masks forever. You're dependent upon us. Donald Trump was obviously the better vote. Okay. Grab by the pussy, smoke them if you got them, fake news all day long. Winning. Okay. Chinese flu, Kung flu, Chinese virus. Okay. What y'all need to do is inject bleach, drink bleach, and get plenty of sunshine. Okay. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Donald Trump was obviously the better vote. Ironically, for the sake of normalcy. For the sake of normalcy. Yo, did he not restart the economy in the United States? The United States being a economic... Uh, one of the wealthiest nations, if not the wealthiest nation in the world. Doesn't the world look to them for economic sense, economic trends? United States and America, their economy was booming, apparently, before COVID. Donald Trump closed the borders to international travel, specifically China, when news of this virus first hit. That's common sense. But they call him a racist and they call him this and they call him that. I don't know what's in the man's heart. Yeah, he's a complete dickhead, that's for sure. Like, the man's got his fucking foot in his mouth, which I don't fucking really see any big problem with. I mean, smoke him if you got him. Grab him by the pussy. I mean, if you can. I mean, maybe don't grab him by the pussy, but I, I'm not, I'm not. What's wrong with a little locker talk? You know, a little fucking blah, blah, blah. You know, it's funny. You know, grab by the pussy. <laughs> yeah, I think you should grab woman by the pussy. It's a funny thing to say. I would say that to my friend in a heartbeat. Wouldn't mean I would do it. You know? <laughs> it's funny. It's hilarious. Who cares? You know? Chinese flu, Kung flu. Who fucking cares? But... He's a complete dickhead in the way he speaks and shit, which I'm not exactly against. I mean, <laughs> it's been pretty entertaining. But to call him this buffoon, a racist, da 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 the man's like pure common sense, pure business. And what a lot of people don't recognize is like, the more you, this is imprinting, upon the soul of the people globally to have to wear a mask and hide indoors every day and you can't have a fucking turkey dinner Thanksgiving Christmas dinner with your friends and family you can't go to work you can't do this lockdown governmental control government up the fucking wazoo 
That's imprinting on our spirit. It's making us fearful. Globally. Globally. You know? When economies close, and there's lockdowns indefinitely, and there's instability in governments, it disrupts the connectivity of the global market. Now, I ain't no motherfucking political mathematician, all right? Hell, I don't know. But I could put two and two together. You know, that's four, right? You put two and two together. There's got to be an incentive, a willingness to work together. That's how economies thrive, you know? I used to be of the, of the mindset that, you know, there is no such thing as an economy. I heard David Suzuki say that once, and it blew my mind. When you think about it, there is no such thing as an economy. Why the bumblecut fuck does gold cost $5.5 a pound or whatever the fuck it is? Or why do potato chips cost $1.50 at this grocery store, but, you know, $2.50 at the other grocery store, you know? Why can't you get like a standard price rate for an escort, whatever roadside motel you, you drive up to? Why do the prices always fluctuate? There ain't no fucking sense of it all. It's all made up. Dollars and cents, the economy, money, money, inflation, taxation, sales, liquidation, that's all made up. Monetary value is made the fuck up. Whoopsie doodle, that cost $20. Whoopsie doodle, that cost $50. Whoopsie doodle, no, that's on sale. It's now um, 20, 20, or sorry, no, 19, I mean, um, what? Uh, whatever, what do, what do you want to pay for it? It's all made up anyway. Yeah, the economy is made up. But, but, it is the system in which we trade, which we barter. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Give and take, push and pull, connectivity, sustenance, infrastructure, survival, family, home, fashion, entertainment, food, sex toys. This is how the world thrives. You know, this is like a political viewpoint that I heard from an economist, a political viewpoint I heard from an economist, Walter E. Williams. Private interest serves the general public. You know, you got a farmer, he wakes up at the crack of dawn. He goes and he tends his cattle. You know, he's milking cows, milking chickens, you know. He's fucking milking chickens, you know, feeding cows. Why? Out of altruism? Out of altruism? Out of the love of his mankind? Oh, I love people. That's why I wake up at the fucking crack of dawn, minus 30, to go fucking shovel horse shit. 
No. He does it because he can sell his agriculture and earn money. That's not necessarily a bad thing because in his efforts, people who like eating chicken, people who like eating cow, benefit. They are sustained. They have the option to buy these goods and services that they need. And the money he earns, the farmer, he puts back into buying other products, which fuels the economy, which keeps the whole mechanism going, which, which makes communities and countries thrive, which makes innovation happen. Technology, we're talking on the internet right now. Think of all the pieces that make up a computer, a camera. You know, you need, you need plastic, Zion, lithium-ion, battery, tape, duct tape, screws, plastic, glass, sand. Oh, hell, I don't know how to build a fucking computer. But think how many ingredients go into baking a computer. Quite a few, I'd imagine, right? All those have to be collected, product, and packaged, and sold. These bare materials, these bare ingredients have to be sold in a mass quantity for an innovative person to even create a computer. Think of everything that it takes to make the products that we use. That's all a part of an economy. It's like uh, that little short, cuckolded Jewish guy. What is his name? Milton Freeman? Milton Burrow? Milton Freeman. I think his name was Milton Freeman. And he had, he had this, like, uh, he had this uh, example. Like, think of a pencil. I don't have a pencil. Handy. Well, I guess I do. I can get up and get it. Ah, fuck it. But I have a pencil. Think of a pencil. Right? I don't know, whatever. Think of a pencil. Think of everything that it takes to make the pencil. You need the wood. You need the lead. You need the paint to paint the pencil, whatever color you want it. Then you need the ingredients to make the paint. Then you need the rubber from a rubber tree in Brazil or whatever to make the eraser. You know, there are a multitude of ingredients that have to come together in an economy in order for us to function, to thrive, to, in, to be innovative. And when you lock these things down indefinitely, it's of service to nobody, especially when this is all just a biologically engineered weapon for mass control, a politicized weapon for mass control, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, if you're in poor health, pre-existing conditions, if you are morbidly obese, and respect to the elders... But if you are elderly, unfortunately, you are more susceptible. And that's the tragic reality of life. Doesn't mean we should live in fear for all eternity. Hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. You know, you got anything you want to weigh in with here? You know, you got a bone to pick? Hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Yes.
You know, this whole flip-flopping, loose better than Mother Goose, you know, lackadaisical, lopsided, you know, like, yo, what the deal is, like, who's the president of the United States? Right? They're talking like this Dominion voter poll scam, these Dominion voter booths, voter polls, were engineered in some other country like Venezuela or some shit and blah, blah, doubly, doubly, doubly do. And there's all this voter fraud allegedly. And the Trump administration is going to release the Kraken. Biden has officially, but not officially, been certified. How do you make heads or tails of the bloody thing? And that matters in a global economy sense, especially as the little brother, you know, like, I hate to say it, you know, who, you know, I love my country, Canada, but, you know, we're like their little brother. We look to them very much, the United States. We look to the United States for trade. We look to them for entertainment. We look to them as a world power. So, what is going on affects the world. What is going on in America affects the world. I mean, we don't have to hang our hat on it and live in fear and, oh my God. But these are interesting times. Very much so. And, you know, before I get out of here, I would just like to say, um, you know, that's my little glockenspiel. That's my little spiel that I made. Yo, like, if you feel me on this, I see... Hey, I'm not of any one political leaning. I believe in empathy for our fellow man. Empathy for our fellow man, woman, and child. But I also feel some duty in a financial sense to take care of business. Because that's reality. You know? Yes, money is imaginary and made up. Yes, it is hocus pocus. What the fuck? What the bumbleclut fuck is an economy? It's just a bunch of made up numbers. The Dow, the NASDAQ. Numbers, numbers, numbers. The name. It's all just a bunch of made up hogwash. Yet, the economy is the system that we have that fuels trade internationally. Even intergalactically. Intergalactic planetary. Another dimension, another dimension, another dimension, another dimension. That's what an economy is. You like eating fucking Fruit Loops? That's a part of the economy. You like having toilet paper to wipe your ass when they tell you to stock up on it, but don't be a pig about it? You know, panic, but don't panic. Everything's closing. (laughs) 
when they shut and lock down grocery stores and you're scrambling for a roll of toilet paper, that's a part of the economy. And, you know, you can make it up if you want. Oh, we'll just shut it down and then we'll reopen it. Then we'll just throw imaginary money at it and that'll solve the problem. It's all connected through the basic human trade system. You know, how we do business. Nothing's just done for free. Nobody just gets up and does work for no fucking reason. It's a part of an economy. And that is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just the basic human nature. And like, I see political parties as I don't sit on one fence or the other. I see it as like liberals. Liberals are like office people of a corporation the conservatives are like the field people of a corporation you know very important to have that customer service very important to have that human touch the office people the liberal people they're on the phones they're talking to the customer hey what's going on what do you need what are your needs what's going on what do the people think Okay, we'll communicate. We'll, we will communicate. We will add customer service. We will be a facilitator of dialogue. Then the conservatives, they're out in the field. They're the ones out there fucking doing the work. The hands-on portion of the work. The reality of it. The tangible, real-time reality of it. And both are important in running a smooth business, a smooth corporation. You need the office people and you need the field people. Customer happy, people happy, job done, well done, and it comes together. Does that make sense? Anyway, and before I get out of here, I would like to say, um, during these times, man, People are on edge. Things are a little tricky, a little dicey, you know. Hold that faith, you know. I believe in God. I connect with my higher spirit. I try to tune in and be present. You know, I feed the squirrels, you know, the pigeons. You know, I feed my little critters, keep calm, do my due diligence. But when I'm out and about, I notice a lot of anxiety, a lot of chaos. Yeah. A lot of anxiety, a lot of chaos. This dude tried to fight me on the bus yesterday. He was drunk. He's a drunk guy. He stumbles onto the bus. He's. Just glaring the bus down, glaring everybody down. And he, he, he locked eyes on me, like uh, I had my mask on, right? He locked eyes with, he didn't have a mask on, but I did, right? I'm, I'm sitting at the back of the bus. He locks eyes with me. Makes a beeline for me, right? Comes right to the back of the bus, flops down, lays down next to me, like on the, on the, on the bus bench, 
the backseat bench of the bus. I'm like, yo, I'm out of here. I got up and I walked and I walked, I walked, I walked off. But then, then somebody sat next to him and I guess it woke him up. I guess it wasn't quite his stop, right? <laughs> so, um, I guess he got woken up, you know, somebody sat next to him. He was laying down. It wasn't his stop yet, I guess. And, uh, you know, he gets up. <gasps> then he like, he gets up and he storms over next to me. I'm standing, I'm standing by the door. He walks down to me. <gasps> glaring me down. I'm still wearing my mask. And then we're just like locking eyes for like, we locked eyes for like 30 seconds. Then I said to him, I'm like, don't try it. Don't try it. That's what I said to him. Don't try it. And he goes, he goes, what? What? And like, then he like shuffles past me. It was really intense. Yeah, I'm poking fun at it. Yeah, I'm poking fun at it now. But in the moment, it was very intense. Like he was a, he was a tall, wiry guy. He was drunk, but I could tell he had some strength. And he was tall. He had a fairly good reach. He had like about, he he was like a, he was about an inch taller than me, and he had a good reach. And he had some mitts on him. These clubs. He had these big meaty, these meaty fists. He had these meaty fists. And he was drunk and just belligerent. He's just kind of wiry, and you know he he was a problem. He could have been a problem. And he just staring at me, fucking jaw hanging out, jutting out. Breathing that whiskey breath on me. I did the smart thing. When he initially plopped down next to me, I got up and moved. But then when he came at me the second time, I was kind of trapped. I'm like, I'm on a bus. I'm on a moving bus. He's walking up to me. I'm not going to be running up and down a bus. I mean, I don't know. In the moment, I just kind of stood my ground. I'm like, well, I'm kind of... I got to do what I got to do. I, I kind of stood my ground. And it was, when it was time for me to get off the bus, I got off immediately. So it's not like I was, you know, I felt that aggression myself. I felt the need to be, to need for my own space and my own personal sovereignty. I felt my ego creep up. I'm a man. How dare you walk up on me? I'm a man. I felt my ego. I handled it well considerably considering and if you dip back into the lexicon of Jonathan Ramchand the podcast I speak about this I made a video don't be a social loser post pandemic that's a video I made about another incident when I'm going for a jog some guy walks up on me acting all stupid and aggressive in these times we don't want to poke a bear we don't want to ask for trouble I wasn't asking for trouble, but I don't want to fuel trouble, rather. You don't want to fuel trouble. It's always best to walk away 
sometimes you got to stand your ground and um not to scare y'all but yo i'm 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 packing i'm starting to carry a <laughs> i'm getting like a what do you call it like they call it like a fishing bat a fish bat <laughs> you know like um a little bat that you use to bonk fish over the head it's like a little club you know bonk <laughs> you know when you go fishing and you bonk a fish over the head i'm getting like a fishing bat like a 13 inch little bat it's kind of like a what you'd call like a tire thumper you know it's like a little wooden bat a 13 inch little wooden bat a fish whacker I'm getting a fish whacker and I'm, I'm coming strapped, son. I'm packing a fish whacker. I'm putting this little fish whacker in my backpack. And if any of these motherfuckers get up on me, I'm going to fish whack them. You know, you fuck with me, you're getting fish whacked. You know, enough's enough, you know. And during this time, be present, be mindful, defend yourself. Always de-escalate. Always de-escalate. If you can get out of a situation, get out. Be safe. Be aware. And um, I don't know. I would, I don't want to incite fear, but if you live in a big city, you know what I'm talking about. You got random people bumbling around on drugs, drunk high, out of their mind. People are very aggressive, just the average person, you know? Let's say you're at a grocery store and, you know, a seemingly normal person. Everyday Joe Blow, all of a sudden you bump into him and you're not wearing a mask or he's wearing a mask or whatever. Oh my God, all of a sudden egos boil over, aggression rears its ugly head. Now there's a fight. I'm taking precautions. I'm packing a fish whacker. And um, I would re- I would recommend to anybody, be aware and be ready to defend yourself. At least for the foreseeable future. You know, I don't want to, I don't have to be hauling a fish whacker around with me the rest of my life, you know. But for the foreseeable future, as I go out in public, I got to have something on me. Something to disengage a person. Because people have gone crazy. A lot of people, that's, that's another unfortunate side effect of this pandemic. People are... Losing their shit, acting aggressive, acting stupid. It's in the air. Much like COVID-19. <coughs> so yes, don't live in fear. Be aware, be present, and um, trust. Trust in, uh, trust in the golden rule. Do unto others as you will have done unto yourself. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent November 25th in the year of our Lord, 2020. Yep, yeah, I'm packing a fish whacker, you know. Smoke them if you got them. You know, you got any questions, queers, or qualms, please hit me up. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. I'm available on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com and if you're enjoying the show getting some laughs chuckles you know gags guffaws please help my black ass out share me with a friend till next time folks you live it you love it you realize it stay safe stay aware do not 
escalate. Peace. <laughs>